to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleiner. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, the power of water and water life science, and nature's pharma out there in our planet Earth. And I've been in the medical field for many, many years with what I do. I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center, Water Life Science. And a couple of products, three products that you may be familiar with that I often will forget to educate you about. Um, And I'll tell you about those in a minute. But the reason I decided almost 12 years ago to work with Voice America and provide the world out there with earning your respect, with the concern and the, the, the life force of water, and your body, and your lack of education, and to go back in and do like I did when I brought my company, my research center into the world focus of, of, of into the business world, into research, into markets, and the futures. And earn that respect would be better understanding, education about our life, our, our, our history, and this planet Earth living with the universe. Now, I'm going to take you on a little hike here in the first second. When Earth first began, I have reminded you, it has this ball living with the universe like it did. It just moves slowly with rhythm with the universe, the solar system, stars around it, the moons, and millions of years. But all of a sudden, something happened with this planet. There was a blue ribbon, I call it in your mind. Think of a blue band, a blue ribbon, clear around the circle of Earth. But it had a water content in it, as we've learned. That water content didn't drop. It just hung on. But all of a sudden, something began to make a direction, a motion, and I call it, and that's my education to you, the word evaporation. Evaporation began because something in that universe, solar system, changed something at that spot. And it didn't happen all of the blue ribbon. It happened at spot. But the moisture came down called an invention of a word called water. They invented that word at the beginning of time. Water. It came down, but it didn't hurry. It came down. It came down. But it began to be changing. More abundant, more forceful, and pounding down two spots. And as it pounded, it came down, and as it began to do that, uh, this education to you, to remind you, those of you that are experts, and it pounded down, but when it did, it went down in through the surface of our planet into like cavities, caves, caves, 
We call them now aquifers and store it up inside of Earth, but then all of a sudden came to the surface and began what I will teach you to think about life began. The pond was there. Let's say the puddle was there. The pond was there. A stream began. A river began. And then all of a sudden, all of this began to go to a lowest point, and we began oceans to attribute attribute to it. This all took a lot of time. Time, rhythm, life, breath, evaporation. The atmosphere began to have a life. Water vapor in, in that life began to develop to help assist and from the beginning. That beginning of Earth, that breath of life of water vapor in the atmosphere. Your atmosphere is water. If it wasn't, you wouldn't be alive. Along the way, Life began, and look what it did. Look what it achieved. And my gosh, look what rhythm did. Look what invention did. Look what um, happened to the planet Earth and all that's been achieved. The amazing miracles And then the faith that began to develop with it so far back in time, the word faith, because they would look up at the stars and the moon, the rain would come down and they'd feel it. They put their hands into the puddle. They began to know and they'd look in the water and they see somebody there like a mirror in the water and they would look in the water and think, who is that? Oh my gosh. Then they learned it's them. And they began a faith with this planet Earth. All the different faiths of the planet in time on our planet Earth. And here we are today. We had a situation happening that we left that root behind. We do not study water the way we should, but I do. I do. I found... Over 35 years ago, when I began to study stress, I studied evaporation of water loss. I studied the dehydration effect that causes death. I began to study the different diseases and symptoms. I began to study they're not finding the cures. They're finding remission, a medical field of what's out there, and I'm in the medical field with research, with water for the first time in history on the planet. I'm the first. And when I chose to take the first product out rather than writing the book, it was nature's mist, the face of the water, because I was convinced that melanoma was going to be in time, out of control, 
and the lack of education was sad because the words that were invented were were not were were misleading. Let's just say with the, the description. Moisture is water, not a cream. All the there's no gimmick behind all the creams and the lotions and the potions. They trap the moisture to slow it down, but they don't supplement you with the moisture loss. You do that with products, inventions, and technology that are available to you. You don't invent them. Everybody doesn't an inventor. Those that you work with those inventions to make them possible are vital to what we're doing. Those inventions are vital to everybody who has a job. Go to work every day and get people to understand that this is an important invention on the market for you to learn more about. But our problem is, is we didn't educate people enough about what these inventions are all about. So what I chose to do with Nature's Mist with the skin is get you educated. And I had done personal appearances in all the major big department stores in cosmetics. I chose the high-end cosmetics because they were better educators than anybody else was on, in the market about the skin. They were doing, they're doing a good job. They're really serious. And because there's no two skin types alike, no two people evaporate the same. And I'll, I'll teach you this. When that baby comes from the mother's womb, the, it's only born because of all those months of having that percentage of water develop in those organs. And then all of a sudden, those organs are developed, and here comes the baby to be born to the atmosphere of Earth. And then that baby begins an evaporation process immediately, of course, because the water isn't surrounding it, and that life begins to develop to severe dehydration. Life and death are evaporation to dehydration. Our proactive concerns, the word proactive concerns about your health is the education you receive today out there in the world. Now, thanks to this computer, this new technology of algorithm and behavior of those invented words are out there now available to you on your phone or on your computer or on devices for you to learn And don't ever think you learn enough just because you go in and read a couple of things. Go in and read as much as you can. And remember, as you're reading it, that algorithm will give you what you need. And as you learn to use your algorithm with the behavior that is being offered to you, you'll be better educated and can be more proactive with your health education. Thank gosh, it's there. What an invention. And that's what the show is going to be about today. We're going to have an exciting show. We've got Kevin Daisy coming on. And Kevin Daisy is an award-winning digital maker, marketer, entrepreneur, and speaker around this country. He is the founder and CMO of of, of all kinds of digital growth uh, marketing in Virginia and Florida. He's based. 
He is also the co-host of of Journey to $100 million Flash Briefing and Daily Podcast. The co-organizer, it says here, of Marketing Anonymous Monthly Meetups. So people, we're going to learn more about that and cities. And he has been recognized as a top 40, under the 40, with digital marketing. We're going to learn about that. And I want you to learn how you can go in and be more proactive about your health issues. Make it a nature's pharma to yourselves, your gift. Always be curious. And don't always just read one or two things. Go in and read as much as you can before you finally analyze some of the directions you think you'll go and begin a journal and a log of how you're going to go about that. We're going to first listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, which is one of the products that I put out on the world market. And uh, we have patents all over the world. And we own the registered trademarks of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the new technology of misting the eyes because I was brought in to study the human eye organ because of evaporation. And guess what dry eye is? Dry eye is over-evaporation of the 99% water on the surface of the eye and the tear film. There's only one way to supplement that dry eye. Before you apply the eye drop to trap the moisture, you need to supplement the eye with nature's tears. Eye mist technology with the trade secret of the water that gives you a humidifying penetration like no other product. You can use it as often as you wish, and it doesn't run women's cosmetics or the mascara. How exciting. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature Tears Eye Mist, and we'll be back with our guest. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. 
That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Kevin, are you with us? I am. Well, thank you for coming today. I was really looking forward to this show um, because I think you can teach us all uh, what's happening out there that you've obviously got a handle on and became what you wanted to be involved in. With the, I call we'll call it the progressive edu- uh, movement of digital behavior. I'll call it. I study behavior of science. Um, sure. So tell us first of all. I introduced who you are, what you're doing, but tell us how where you grew up, and now look at what you're doing today in the digital world that's becoming uh, the orbit. Let's call it of the future. Well, sure. First off, thanks for having me on, and I've, uh, I'm excited to be on here. So <clears> then <throat> I did get to listen to the intro there, and uh, I'll piggyback off uh, some of that as well. But I can first start where I'm from. I'm actually from a small place called Shingatig Island, Virginia. It's a very small island off the coast of Virginia. Uh, I think the population, <laughs> yeah, the population is maybe two to 3,000 people. Um <laughs> Pretty far behind the times. It's surrounded by water, of course. It's a small island. Um, right. And my gradu- you know, graduating class was probably 56, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm you know, 36 years old right now. And, of course, growing mm-hmm. up, um, you know, I didn't have computers until you know, mid, maybe mid-90s, late-90s. The island where we're from was definitely behind on Internet and right. connectivity. So, you know, coming from where I'm from versus where I'm at now and, and owning the business that's a digital marketing company and, and just immersed in the digital world uh, is definitely a, a big difference from where I'm from, right. for sure. So, right. Um, so, yeah, that's where I came from. And um, I, I now uh, live in Virginia Beach, Virginia, which is about two or three hours uh, from from where I'm from, but it's a completely different world. I've been, I've been there a few times. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my family grew up as uh, decoy carvers, uh, you know, working on the water, uh, oysters, clams, stuff like that. So oh. again, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, and it's very much like that now. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, it's just a different way of living over there for sure. Right. Now, in getting, how did you get the, uh, where did you get the, uh, 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 your, uh, I wanted to say your, your uh, desire to want to get involved in the future, and I called it, I'm glad I said that, the new orbit, <laughs> digital marketing. <laughs> and and sure. I'm right, too, Kevin. It's an orbit. Well, it's um, in you, you know, we mentioned, uh, you know, I want to I talk about, you know, coming up in a, some trends and emerging technologies as well. We'll get to that. But, uh, you know, it's always moving. And, you know, I would like to say that right. I'm on top of it and I'm understanding where things are now, but it's always changing and, and rapidly moving. Every molecule so, of every moment, Kevin, it's changing. That's sure. why I was excited because I, I, I'm going to share something with you. I'm in research um, and in all these years, over 35 years, studying the behavior of evaporation and 
can we find the cures of those diseases? Can we, can we live with the planet Earth for eternity and work with its evaporation? Because it, uh, it's all together. Everything is together, but it starts out, it's all water. So, but I, about 20 odd years ago, um, I got so excited, Kevin, because my company had, I'd gone out with a product for this face and high-end cosmetics, and I did it the old-fashioned way. I was a founder, and I was in high-end cosmetics doing personal appearances and press for conferences and all this stuff and heavily media, advertising, and more. I had my own documentary infomercial that was really a documentary. It wasn't typically a couch potato. And then I came along, and they asked me in the medical field, would you do that also with the eyes? And so I did. I went out and got thousands of drugstores for the first time for water to be a humidifier for the surface of the eye that is over-evaporating and causing an epidemic of blindness and out of control of dry eye. And we did it. And then I studied the invention of the computer because I was fascinated because I study things. I study, and you do too, or you wouldn't be able to do what you do. (laughs) We study because sure. we love behavior. We want to learn what is happening here. And we're forensically studying it with, the, with a, a forensic dissect. And never, you and I, and I'm going to take you on a trip with me. I'll bet you anything. You're just like I am. When you were studying, <laughs> we don't want answers. We want development. Did you follow me? Sure, absolutely. You want to see what's moving here. Absolutely. So you're coming along, and I could not believe algorithm. (laughs) And Kevin, those entrepreneurs out there, people like me uh, go out there, and we spend these millions of dollars for investment, and uh, we do these things, and then all of a sudden you've got this computer with algorithm of a word that if you start out and you do it right, you can eventually outpace anybody out there in what they're doing and what you're trying to get across with your education about your, uh, your technology and what your education is about what you're trying to do with the long-term future with algorithm thanks to that invention. And you won't believe this. This has happened. I get to write a book. (laughs) People didn't believe me. And I'm coming from a 35,000 population, tiny town in southern Oregon, and I, I, I brought them all in. I wanted them to learn. And I had one person who did, but the person didn't stay here. And then all of a sudden, I had to, like polling peas, get people into the science of algorithm. I called the CERN group in Switzerland, Kevin. And I said, am I crazy? And they said, no, you're not crazy. You're, it's the way it is. It's it. Dive in. Go do it. It's going to be a strong IP. Now, today... You educate our audience how vital this digital business is and what you're doing to teach your audience, your people, 
and I, w- I will say to the audience, it's the most valuable, one of the most, if not right at the top, intellectual property values any company, anybody could have today is that market. Am I right or am I wrong? That is an IP <clears throat> value. Well, absolutely. So I think, you know, starting back from uh, the intro you had when you were talking about um, um, you know, can behavior and people going out and being able to find all the information that they're looking for, the Internet's there, the computer, uh, the answers are there, the, the research you can do, the, you know, everything's available to us. <clears throat> and so with digital marketing, which is what our, our line of business is, is to harness that technology and to reach and understand the users or the consumers or uh, whatever you'd like to call them are using this technology, but what are their habits? What are they doing? What are their behaviors? What are they buying? What are they, you know, how are they, t- what are they talking about? What are they interested in? And so for a company selling any service or product, if they can harness that and be able to get into the front of the right customers, the people that are actually interested in their products, um, it's, it's invaluable and it's, it's necessary for most businesses these days to even uh, exist. So, uh, and it's always changing. So to be, you can't be complacent uh, or think, you know, we're going to do this one thing and it's going to work for 10 years. It's, it's maybe one year if you're lucky. Um, and then trying to see what's coming up lucky. next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're lucky. So, and with artificial intelligence and big data and, you know, this customer behaviors and all this stuff, this, that's the things that are driving these things. Um, and anything that comes out on the marketplace, there will be a way to monetize that, leverage it for advertising, um, and get in front of these people on a digital platform, whether it be a computer screen, your, your iPhone, yeah. uh, social media, what it might be. Now, so it's just absolutely educate amazing. Educate our invest- and, and, and our uh, audience about augu- augmented reality, virtual yep. reality, and artificial intelligence. Can you educate them about that? Absolutely. So well, let me first start by saying maybe some basics of digital marketing. So, And these are things that most people would probably understand. And then I'll, I'll get into some of those things too real quick. But digital marketing encompasses anything, uh, you know, leverages digital technologies to uh, get in front of someone. So whether it's on a mobile phone, display, um, Internet. And it can include things like email, you know, search engine marketing, uh, social media marketing, content, things like that. And and then now the emerging things such as virtual reality, augmented reality, and artificial intelligence. So I'll first start with the uh, artificial intelligence of of how that's being used. Um, and a lot of the big companies now that have access to these things like Google are leveraging this artificial intelligence, and they actually have uh, these things being built to really understand the behavior of the user or the consumer. And it looks at behavior patterns, search patterns, uh, their social media behaviors, what they're talking about, who they're connected with, uh, what they're interested in. And it uses that to start building a profile basically around that consumer and to understand what consumers are doing, where they're shifting, and it's always learning. So it's always getting smarter. It's always getting better. It's always getting quicker. 
And so now I'm going to back you up for a second, it, Kevin. When you say yeah. the, help the audience, when you say it's the word, it's always getting smarter. <laughs> what is the it? Help, well, help when them I say artificial, what artificial in, who, what's the it? Yeah, well, I, well, I'm referring to artificial intelligence uh, itself. So go. whether it be uh, Google and and there are you know their AI platform. There we go. But no matter if yes, yeah, so. If, We'll just use Google because they're the big dogs and they have all the money. But their their systems are constantly learning and getting smarter every day, and that's compounding on itself to the fact that you know it's it's so fast that it continues to learn more every day. So once those are set in place and begin to learn and and get better, it's going to eventually just outpace itself. Um, there we go. It, it, yeah, it begins to get so smart, um, and so it, you can know, I bring up? That, I'm going to be interrupting. I'm going to be interrupting every once in a while so yeah, that we ahead. can educate <laughs> as you say something. You know, absolutely. I, I, you can help correct me on this. And uh, with Google and Facebook and all uh, Bing and Yahoo and all these, they're it's out of control. They people are blaming them. For the behavior of what's happening, it, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's going on its own um, out there, isn't it? Without what, what can they do to kind of reverse some of that? Sure, isn't I mean, that behavior, a lot of talk that algorithm. Uh, I mean, it's just going. Yeah. Like you, you and I both know. Every you just said a year. Actually, it can change within a week if Absolutely. you're not careful. And you become yeah, well, so, you know, there's a lot of talking with the regulations and, and, you know, what they're able to do with the information. But as far as the, you know, AI itself and the information gathering, as long as it's not limited, um, you know, is, is always, always going in the background. So it's getting smarter and smarter, quicker and better. Getting and smarter. Uh-huh. So, you know, I got some sources, you know, um, I have pulled up before, you know, 25% of customer service will be chatbot-based, chatbot technology by 2020 uh, versus, you know, less than 2% in 2017. So a huge, you know, things are going to be starting to be automated. Jobs will be replaced. Uh, a lot of the customer service will be chatbot-based because it will be so smart, it will be able to, you know, answer questions live and, and do things and things like that. So <clears throat> things are going to be shifting a lot towards those kind of interactions and you won't be talking to a real person. Um, we already see that today, um, yeah, but it's just going to increase and increase and increase um, <laughs> and be able to you know, deliver the answer you're looking for or the product that you're looking for. Um, with augmented reality, that's another thing. That's another way to interact, but it's another way to advertise. So if you own a product or a service, you can harness that technology to advertise the, the exact thing that you're looking for for that, that individual person. And that's a really the big thing for this year, I think, in the coming years <clears throat> with digital is going to be personalization. So, you know, Sharon, you see this exactly, and it's something to do with exactly what you're looking for, and it is catered to you, and it's even messaged, you know, for you. And so Kevin, the message is Kevin, we have to take our, we're taking our first and, we're, excuse me for interrupting, we're taking our first and only break. Don't go anywhere for our uh, sponsor. 
and you stay there, and we're going to come back, and you're going to teach us those steps that you were just teaching them. Because even though a lot of people think, if you notice some of our politicians, I've listened to them. They don't really understand it as they're even questioning people like sure. Mark and, and and different ones. Uh, what is happening here? Because they don't understand. But don't that. go anywhere. Yep. We'll be, be right, right back. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. The surface of your eye audience is, has a 99% water. Water. Not a chemical, not an eye drop. Water. And the moment you were born and that eyelid open, it begins to have an evaporation. And the humidifying effect of the atmosphere could help it. But obviously, dry eye is out of control and is causing vision impairment to blindness. Our computers, our iPhones are not helping. And the atmosphere hasn't been helping either because it's evaporating also. And Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the only eye mist technology on the planet that's 100% water. It's the trade secret of biologic aqua research, water life science. To be able to humidify your eyes as often as you want, all day if you want, and work with the eye drops if your doctor has recommended the eye drops to trap the moisture. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back with Kevin in a minute. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Kevin Daisy on with us today, who is an award-winning digital marketer, entrepreneur, and speaker. And he's educating us about what I call the orbit of our lives. It's our computer algorithm, virtual reality 
augmented reality and artificial intelligence today and all that can be done, whether you are at home as a senior citizen, but or if you decide you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Kevin, you were teaching us about uh, the, the steps that are happening there that are going to be very prominent in our lives by 2020. Could you do that? Could you tell us again about what sure. you were trying to educate us about? <clears throat> sure. So, you know, with digital world and what we call digital marketing, it's basically um, marketing your service and product uh, and getting it in front of the world, so in front of your target consumer. But around that, what drives all that is the data, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, this, that, these massive search engines like Google and Bing. Um, people are using those things for, for everything they're looking for, for information, for research, for looking for products and buying things, services. But because they have that platform and they're using that, and these big companies and us are able to track and document and, and collect data on what, what you're doing online. So we're able to use that to show you relevant advertisements, products, services um, that more and more are becoming the things you want to see. I think advertising online in the past has been more annoying and you see things you don't want to be. The, the future of all this is that it's so highly targeted and personalized that you're not annoyed that we're actually, you know, you're actually seeing the things that you're looking for. <clears throat> so as these things get smarter, artificial intelligence has stepped in, these chatbots um, being replaced with people responding, um, and the personalization, uh, making it for you, everything about it be personalized so much that, that you're like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, we're going to see that big time in the future here. Um, and whether it's you looking on your phone, your computer screen, uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, gaming systems, you're in front of a screen 24 hours a day. So <clears throat> there's going to be ways to leverage that and to get in front of those people to show them the things that we want to sell them, for them to learn, whether it's political campaigns or, or what have you. Um, everyone, we're able to reach everybody. So, um, um, you and because of the power there. of that. Let's, uh, uh, yeah. Kevin, let's bring up that um, sure. uh, political campaign thing. Sure. Why, because there's there. What can people do? Um, because it's like I said to you earlier, it gets out of control out there. And it doesn't mean that anybody has um, done anything other than go out like all of these campaigns do, whether you're selling the education of a product or you want to have a new friend or you're out there with uh, your technology or you're out there with a campaign or you're an actress or an actor trying to promote yourself, whoever, whatever it is, uh, they, they have these people that are out there working with them to get their message out there, their who they are out there every day. With the politics of, of, uh, of all of this, what does a person do when they've been targeted and it's not their fault that here comes this information 
that they didn't even ask for. Uh, isn't that what happened? From and especially for the country. And don't don't misunderstand me today, everybody. We don't seem to want to have borders uh, for our country. So where are the borders going to be for preventing yourself from being a subject to um, people wanting to come in and campaign or uh, make you vulnerable? I'm going to say the word vulnerable to what is right, what, what you want to read and what you don't want to read, and maybe you didn't even know you were reading it. How, what, sure. is, what do you think is going to happen there uh, for individuals? Sure. Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we have this Internet and we've been provided this platform. And then there's things like Facebook or other social media platforms where, you know, originally you probably got on there to connect with friends or family. Um, and, and then you're in it and you're part of the system and it's, you know, it's not owned by you. You're just using this service and it's, it's open to everybody. Um, and, you know, I've had, the hard thing is that, you know, you're using a platform, a system that's funded by another company that they own, um, and you've kind of given up some of your rights to, to use this system. Um, now, obviously, when, once they get so large, like a Facebook, then they have the majority of the world's population using it. Uh, there's obviously some things that they want to limit. The governments are stepping in and say, hey, you know, you have a lot of power here. And at the same time, uh, if you started a platform like this podcast, perhaps, and people wanted to subscribe to it, um, and you can talk about what you like, want to talk about, but do they just unsubscribe when they hear something they don't want to? They could. Uh, could you leave Facebook altogether and drop off with all these platforms and just lock yourself down and, and unsubscribe and delete all your accounts? You could. Um, but the internet's so powerful, as we were saying, of all the things that it gives access to and research and all these things. But there, there, there's a fine line between that and and giving up your access, your data, your location, all these other things, uh, to where they have, or companies like mine have access to deliver you messages that you may or may not want to hear, uh, advertisements, political campaigns. Uh, what you know, the client that may hire a company like us to say, hey, we want these people to see this message. And and so we kind of, we put our data out there, and I think it's up to the individuals a little bit just to protect themselves. Um, and then we'll have to see kind of where it goes with the government stepping in to limit it uh, for us. And I think there's, a, there's definitely going to be a lot more discussions on that coming up, I, I would assume with how things have been going and how they're questioning Facebook and all the others right now. Like you also mentioned, though, the politicians themselves don't seem to really understand a lot of it and how it all works. No, they don't. And I think that's, I've, that's I've, part I've of the problem. I've listened to some of the interviews. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so right. it's... So for one, the I think we did reason I ourselves. brought up the word borders yeah. uh, to it all is because the United yeah. States of America is so open to the whole world. To, to be part of our society. I've been to China. I've been to different countries all over the world as a guest to the, with the government with what I do with my technology. And when you go through their customs as a guest uh, and you get through to being in the hotels as a guest, you know that you're part of a guest visa. You know you're a guest. 
They don't forget reminding you, you are a guest. When you have the uh, technology of what we have all over the world, and we're more free in the United States than anywhere in the world with our computers and with our, our phones and more, the reason I brought up borders is people would be able, yes, to come in and do a campaign of vulnerability to undermine or to distract, let's say distract you, to whether you're complacent or you're vulnerable to what they're doing. And people should, I should, I would say this, Kevin, and you can help me. People on their computers and their phones should be aware this happens with your advertising every day. Did you like what you just saw with that outfit? Probably not. Did you like what you saw with that new diet? Probably not. But here it came anyway, right, Kevin? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, being And it could be, I don't care if what it is, a car or uh, what it is, uh, looking for a date, it, it comes up. It's depending Absolutely. upon if you make a decision of not being vulnerable to what is going on and you're moving on. You're, you're going to learn the difference between what that is about and, and, and it's like I said at the beginning of the show with health issues. When they go in and study a proactive uh, subject in their health, don't think that first one is the answer. Go and study and learn what you want to learn about the proactiveness, uh, uh, proactiveness of health education because it's a gold mine for people to have I'll call it nature's pharma education for a symptom that you may want to think about before it gets too serious. Now, to digital marketing, it's huge. Now, you have, you guys are going to be, I'm just so excited for all of you, uh, that what's the journey to the $100 million club? Sure. So um, that is uh, me and my business partner, uh, Eric Olson, we have a podcast that we do in so our company, um, we basically have a goal to grow our, our company to $100 million in reoccurring revenue. And uh, mm-hmm. it's a goal that we put out there so that we can make it public and, mm-hmm. and, and we have a vision and a plan to get there. And the, the pod, podcast is really us just sharing experiences, uh, whether they're good or bad, on our journey to get there. And so we talk mm-hmm. about things we do to, to change the business, um, how we're, you know, growing our team, our culture for us to be able to get to that, that goal. And we talk about things we learn. We read books a lot. We listen to podcasts. We, you know, we're constantly educating ourselves and talking to leaders and in the industry and learning from the business owners. And we just, we talk about everything we learn, try, fail, whatever it might be. And we're just documenting that, that, that journey to, to our goal. Um, now, what I'm going to be doing in my company with my business plan, I have built and potentially funding a new a division right inside the company with our intellectual property system because we're an intellectual property value research center. And everything we touch is one of a kind worldwide. I'm the only person who studies the evaporation of the human body and the atmospheres living together. 
when I go in and build that new division for IP reasons, intellectual property values, reasons, and accounting, I want to build in there a, a division that does nothing but just that and has no other every day. That's all they're going to do. And I will give you guys a call at the time. But back to the futures here of what that's going to be for IP values. We're learning with listening to the business news about what intellectual property values are to everybody. I don't care if you're a lemonade stand. (laughs) And uh, I had on my show one time, and Giddy's book, Kevin, is... uh, is uh, Andrew Sherman harvesting intellectual property? He used to, he was with the Jones Group. He's an attorney, but he wrote a book about he knew oh, he and he could see about it, uh, the people in the United States had forgotten a value of intellectual property values on the streets. Now the big companies didn't, but the little guys did, and the big companies don't forget for a second because that's why you'll see them buy these companies for a lot more money than what the sales are, 20 times more. Sure. Because they're yeah. after their intellectual property and that secret sauce, we'll call it. Digital marketing algorithm. The master of augmented reality, virtual reality, artificial <clears throat> intelligence will have to be in that IP column. It has to be. They won't make it if they don't. And follow me for a second with your thinking, and please don't hesitate to interrupt me, too. Um, The reason I say that is we've always known patents are important, Mm -hmm. but registered trademarks are important because they last for a lifetime if you get them registered. What is the most important IP value to anybody is going to be that digital, that algorithm, all of that. Yeah, I mean, today. If they don't come to the par, if they don't get on the bandwagon in this country, the rest of the world is going to leave them behind in, in different countries because their, their, their people are into studying. They love to study what they do. They don't want to just go do it, they don't want to get emotionally got up. They want to study. And when I've been a guest in Japan or China with the biggest companies out there and scientists and so on, they want to study. They love the idea of a coalition of studying together all over the world even to make everybody better at what they're doing. And, you know, Kevin, we all love the Super Bowl. Well, that's competitive (laughs) business. Yeah. Look at the money that's made the day of the Super Bowl. That's the competitive spirit of our planet. It's the secret sauce and how you get there. And in being a good sport, when you don't win them all, you just want to win a few, huh, Kevin? (laughs) (laughs) Just a couple. (laughs) Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. I do have little kids, so uh, we didn't get to watch every minute of it, but uh, I was able to finish it. Not as exciting this year, but... Well, you watched that Tom Brady. (laughs) Well, I also Tom looked at the Brady advertising. Does yep. something at the last second with the behavior of his discipline, of what he does, and talk about 
digital, I mean, or, or artificial intelligence. I don't know. We only have a couple, a minute left. Uh, tell That's our fine. audience yeah. how to find you, and then I will call you some, one of these days and hear what you're doing and maybe get you going to help me because I'll tell you, sometimes I find myself <laughs> getting a little lonely because I'm totally convinced of what you're doing. We'll be a $100 million and more club, trust me. <laughs> but tell us well, how to find that. you. I <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, so if you want to find me, um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's where I spend most of my time. It's um, look up Kevin Daisy. So it's D-A-I-S-E-Y. Or on most social medias, okay. you can find me at, at symbol Kevin Daisy altogether. And also okay. my company. And then... Is there a Ray Digital? And in your company, how do they find your company? Yeah, if you just Google uh, Array Digital, A-R-R-A-Y, digital, or go to thisisarray.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how long have you and your partner been in business together? I started the, the company originally when I was uh, 23 years old, back in 2006. Uh-huh. And okay. so I've been self-employed since... Since then, I'm 36 now, and uh-huh. so so I'm going on 13 years or so as, uh, as an entrepreneur, I guess you could say. So. All right, and I'll tell you before you go, I'm 77, and I'm going to live to be 180. <laughs> I hope so. So you guys keep working hard so I can come and learn what you can teach me, all right? Well, I'm glad I was able to share a you little bit today. You tell your partner, um, I said hello, we wish you well, and you be well and your family. Okay, well, I appreciate it very much. I'm happy to be on, and um, I look forward to talking to you soon. We'll do it again. You have a nice day, and you be well. You too, Sharon. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you. Bye. Well, audience, that world is an orbit. Digital marketing is an IP value. And people who don't learn to recognize that are going to be left behind. And I don't care who you are. Earth whispers to us certain things to listen to. If, we're, if we think we're smart, we won't hear them. Let's always remember that that water out there is vital to our survival all over the world. Let's make that a priority. Get a hold of your politician in your United Nations. I want to thank you for listening. And you be, you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. 